0: Deflected away harmlessly by Nurse.
1: ballfield managed to get to the tar. He gave it away. Dry stretch pass. McDavid, the breakaway to win it. Rich shot, score. And Edmonton wins 4-3 in overtime. Just a beautiful little fake pass back to the backhand, quick elevation. And this one's over. And that's how quickly they can make it pay for Dry sidle, knew exactly where he was going to go with that puck. And McDavid
0: finishes it off. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Ostrowski and Chris Ranji with you on this Tuesday. And we're getting set for the Stanley Cup playoffs to begin. It's going to start on Saturday. And the regular season will keep going on Saturday. And the regular season will go on after Saturday even though we'll be into the playoffs. It is quite confusing, but these are the times that we are living in. Uh, Let's welcome into the show Chris Peters. He's on Twitter at ChrisMPeters on Twitter there. He hosts the Talking Hockey Sense podcast, and he does NHL betting breakdowns for Betway. How are you doing, Chris?
2: I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate you coming on. So we've got the 16-team set now that Montreal is uh, officially in, but just 11 of the 16, uh, the positions, are are set. We know the teams are just not sure on all the seeds. Uh, once we get the seeds, do, do, you, do you find a point in continuing on with the regular season?
2: Not really, but I guess the NHL is going to do it. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, really, yeah, I thought it was strange that they decided to Basically, make Vancouver finish the season after a three-week COVID shutdown, where a bunch of their players were actually very sick. So, um, but you know, I mean, for the sake of history, I guess. I mean, I, I you know, I, I'm not really sure you know, what the what the point is. But they're going to keep doing it. They're going to you know, they got to finalize the the seeds in the in the North Division apparently. And uh, once that's all done, I mean, really, I, I think it, it's going to be hard for them to change very much from what they are right now. Uh, with you know Montreal finally securing their spot, but yeah, it's 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 uh, it's kind of it felt ridiculous at the time, but it feels even more ridiculous now that we're going to have a playoff game on Saturday and a regular season game on Saturday. Because who <laughs> really cares about that other one?
1: Well, once the seating is figured out here, I mean, uh, how much should having home ice really matter to some of these teams? Because if you go back and look at the numbers, it's not always the case that if you have home ice. You're the favorite in your series or it's going to help you all that much.
2: Right, yeah, I think in this this year in particular, I mean, you, you look at one of the, one of the first round series that is locked in, you say Florida and Tampa Bay, I mean, who really has the, who really has the advantage? both teams have done fine in home ice. Florida's actually been quite good there, but you know, is that because they've had fans for most of the season or is it because you know or, or are there some other reasons? I think that's actually one of the, the trickiest series to predict. Uh, but I, I don't think home ice is going to be a, a huge factor in, in Canada. It'll be empty buildings. Um, you know, it'll be there's there's not a lot of energy in those those places. Nashville is trying to get their capacity expanded for their postseason series, but I don't think that's necessarily going to help them much as we expect them to play the Carolina Hurricanes. So um, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. But I I, I don't think it's certainly not going to be a huge factor in you know, my decision-making in terms of, you know, handicapping and looking at the, looking at the games. But, um, you know, I I think in some years it can, can help, but this year it's, it's kind of a wash
0: Uh, in general. Are you expecting a chalky first couple of rounds? Uh, the matches that we've seen, they, they faced each other a ton, sometimes uh, with, with all their players available, sometimes not. We know that with uh, 53 games postponed this year. But uh, how, how are you expecting these first couple of rounds uh, to play out?
2: Yeah, I, you know, I think probably will be pretty chalky. I mean, mm-hmm. play, as I mentioned, that, that one that I think is going to be a little trickier is that Florida Tampa series because Florida has played Tampa so well throughout the season, but Tampa gets Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov back uh, at some point in the postseason, probably game one, <laughs> you know, based on the way that the the Lightning has have been kind of saving those guys. And we're not really sure of their injury status. And I think there's there's pretty defined separation between the top two teams in the north division and the top or the bottom two teams in that division as well. I don't think those will be particularly long series. Um, where it gets really interesting, though, I think is in the East because I think you you look at the New York Islanders and they are very much a team that has the ability to upset the Penguins um, in that in that kind in that series. Um, you know, that's not you know necessarily or yeah, I think that's pretty much set because they're the Islanders are done. So, um, but the you know that's that's one where you might say, hey, I I could. look at the value of the islanders and if they get the goaltending they have you know i think they have better goaltending than pittsburgh does um and then really that boston washington series is is going to be a real grind i think that one could go the distance and you know it's both of those teams have been together for so long for the most part too so uh, you know i think whoever comes out of that series has a really good chance to be the team that comes out of the east so um it should be it be interesting but yeah i think for the most part we're looking probably a lot of chalk, especially up north um, in the central division as well, with the exception of that Florida, Florida, Tampa series, which I still I have to do a lot more work on that one to decide who I who I think will win it.
1: Colorado is the Cup favorite right now at at plus four twenty, but is there a team that you think has a little bit more value?
2: Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I think. Right in that same division, I think Vegas is probably a tougher matchup for Colorado um, if they get to the the stage where, you know, either of them could potentially be in the Stanley Cup final against each other um, or, you know, they could play against each other. But, um, you know, I I think that that's that's an interesting one. I think in terms of, you know, if you're looking for like a high-value play, you know, the Capitals intrigue me as kind of a mid-tier team. They've been really inconsistent. They've been a little banged up to end the season, too. Um, but if they get healthy, that's a team where I could see them getting hot and, and going on a bit of a run, they're kind of in the middle of the, you know, the middle of the odds right now in terms of, you know, value. And, um, so that's, that's an interesting one. I think that Tampa is another one, especially since they're going to get, get Kucherov and Stamkos back, you know, they, they have a really tough first round series, which is why I think that there's a lot of, you know, hedging on them as, as a potential repeat, uh, repeat option. But yeah, but I think that that's that's one of those teams that you know you always have to have some respect for them for what they've done in the in the past few years and and uh, the quality of, of talent that they that they have and once the salary cap goes away in the postseason everything suddenly gets a little easier for them to manage their roster. So um, and the same goes for for Vegas, which has been in a cap crunch throughout the year. So you know if you're I, I like the Avs. I think they're a good good team. I think you know it's a pretty. They have a really good chance. They're one of the fastest teams in the NHL. But, you know, the fact that they might have to, you know, go through Vegas is is tough because I think Vegas is a little tougher. They can slow them down a little bit better. And Marc-Andre Fleury has been playing some of the best hockey of his career this year.
0: All right. It's Ostrowski uh, and Raji at BetQL Daily. Our guest is Chris Peters at Chris M Peters on Twitter. For a one-off, are you a fan of the setup with the four divisions with a, a bit of a march madness feel with the different regions and what do you think about uh, the nhl's decision once we get to hockey's version of the final four of reseeding
1: hey i'm brett podolsky yeah
2: I, I, I'm fine with it. You know, I mean, I think that especially in this year, it's going to be all right. I mean, I, I definitely prefer the bracket all the way through just for for fun sake, you know for you know for just kind of building brackets. and the NHL like that too. They, they, they try to make that like a, like a, a spring madness kind of thing uh, for mm-hmm. them. but 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 I do think that the that, that reseeding is the way to go this year. I think the imbalance of the of the of the divisions really you know creates an opportunity here for these teams to have, have built up points to earn that opportunity to be you know uh get get home ice or get you know get some advantage um but yeah i mean it'd just be weird to have potentially two teams from the east two teams from the west you know you're really you're, you're normally western conference foes in the in the conference final or in the Stanley Cup final but um but yeah but i really do think that that's probably the best way to do it and I, you know, I think it's it's going to be really interesting to see how those end up shaking shaking out. Um, with the, I, I think the first round and the second round are probably going to be the most interesting series. In the end, they're probably the first round, which is often the most interesting uh, groups of series. Uh, will 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 remain that way, but still, I think it's it's the only in in a weird season that was really the only way to go.
1: It, it seems pretty obvious that Connor McDavid's going to be the Hart trophy winner this year. Um, I, I don't think anybody else is especially close, but, but when we finally do have odds for the, for the postseason awards, which I don't know when we get those, they're not out yet. Is there somebody that we should be keeping an eye on for any of the other awards?
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, the, the interesting thing, so I'm, I'm a member of the pro hockey writers association, but this year I don't have a vote. And they, they they actually limited the voting pool this year for the first time because everybody was in the division. So I think that's actually going to shake things up a little bit and maybe not get the most obvious, uh, you know, kind of traditional voting situation. So I think the Norris Trophy is the one where there could be potentially an opportunity for people to pick up some, uh, you know, some value. I, I think Victor Hedman is probably the favorite just because of the name recognition, but Adam Fox of the New York Rangers, you know, statistically had a much better season. Had you know, he was one of the top scoring defensemen in the league. He was uh, you know essentially uh, even though the Rangers are are not making the playoffs, that the 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 Norris is not as often tied to a player making the playoffs as as the Hart is. So. You know, I think that that's a guy that could potentially sneak in there and win that award um, as as a as a likely candidate. So I think that that's a guy to keep an eye on for for some value there. I think the Jack Adams for for Coach of the Year is is wide open. There's a lot of good options. You got Joel Quenville in Florida, Rod Brindamore in Carolina. You know, I think it probably ends up coming down to those two guys with Dean Ev- Dean Evason in Minnesota also being in the mix. But I would probably lean towards into more there's been a little bit more of a significant campaign uh to get him you know a jack adams award based on carolina being as good as they have been this year and really sometimes that's kind of a a, a lifetime achievement award but that's also one that's, that's awarded by the broadcasters and so they tend to give it to guys that they like so um you know and i think rod is a really interesting character that has a lot of fans in, in the broadcast community as well so uh, those are guys that I would keep. So Fox and, and Brindamore are guys that I keep an eye on once we see those odds.
0: Chris, if you were just jumping in right now uh, before the playoffs get going and you wanted to bet an NHL future, where would you go? It could be uh, to win the cup or or to reach the cup.
2: Yeah, I would probably, you know, I think reach the cup is is always a nice one, but I, I mean, I think why not dive in and, and you know, pick your team and, and go for the team to win the cup. But, you know, I think there's some good value out there. Some of the teams that we mentioned before. Um, you know, I, I don't. Even though even though Colorado is favored, I think it's still. You know, they're right. They're really close. I'm just not sure if they have the the whole thing to get there. Um, but you know, if you're an Avalanche fan, definitely throw some money behind your team because they've got a, as good a chance as anybody. But you know, I think that it, it's just just for fun. I mean, this is really actually. You know, I've been picking games for a long time, but you know, with mm-hmm. with betting not being legal for a long time and I wasn't really playing in the games and and now that I have been you know I've just had a lot of fun with you know just different parlays throughout the playoffs and different things like that or during the regular season I'll continue that during the playoffs you know combining it with other sports that I like as well because hockey is really difficult to bet but I think you know you look at those Stanley Cup winning teams that's that's a lot of fun you know it gives you a team to root for throughout the playoffs I think if you if you're paying attention to the the league, I think you'll, you'll know the teams that are most likely to kind of get in there. Um, You know, so you look at Tampa, even Florida, I think could be a a value play that, you know, they could be a Cinderella team this year with how good they've played down the stretch this season. So, I mean, those are some of the things that you can do there. So I like, I I definitely, you know, have some fun with it, go with a team that, that you think can win the cup.
0: Chris Peters at Chris M. Peters on Twitter hosts the Talking Hockey Sense podcast, NHL betting breakdowns for Betway. Thank you so much, Chris. Look forward to uh, checking in during the playoffs.
2: All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Great to be with you.
0: Thank you so much. Good stuff there uh, from Chris Peters. It's going to be fun, Ranji. The prevailing thought seems to be that there's this divide in most of the divisions between two and three, like the top half is really good and the bottom half. They're all right, but they're not on that level of those top couple teams. So many expect it to be a chalky first couple of rounds, which means we'll have some madness, right?
1: Yeah. But I still don't think you're looking at, um, you know, any of these 30 to ones or anything like that, making a, a serious run for the Stanley cup playoffs or the Stanley Blues. Cup final Blues again, <laughs> Second time in three years? I don't think so, Joe.
0: Yeah, I, know. I mean, maybe. I know. Yeah. But probably I know. not. It'll be fun, though, either way. And I, I do think it's kind of cool with the way it's set up with the divisions. It's going to have that March Madness feel.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I like what, what you I like the brackets better.
0: Ostrowski and Ranji, this is BetQL Daily. Today's Lightning Bets. We'll hear from BetQL's Vic Choksi as well, the BetQL Audio Network.